Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Destructo Discourse. This is episode 30 of a Dragon Ball Z Rewatch podcast, and it happens to be the spookiest episode yet. Ooh. Ghost noises. Feeling 30, <laughs> flirty, and spooky. Joining the discourse on this episode is Gordy. How's it going? Matt. Hello. Aaron. I want to suck your blood. I forgot to say my name, which is Tyler, and also Jason. <laughs> Boys and girls of every shape, would you like to become an ape? Come with me and you shall see the Budokai Tenkaichi. This is Dragon Ball, this is Dragon Ball. Say in speed, beam at the speed of light. <laughs> Come me. I could. <laughs> oh, way better, way better. <laughs> I could, I could hear the gears in your brain turning <laughs> in the moments leading up to that. Just hear a, a furious whirring sound. Just, he's just powering up. Well, I don't know if you guys have been around the internet for very long. I assume so. Me never. But there's this curious sort of phenomena that I've noticed, where I just about every every TV show or cartoon or anime any of those that you look up there are lost episodes for them huh yeah and yeah somebody found them the yeah the kind (laughs) folks of the internet have taken it upon themselves to uh let us know what happens in these lost episodes and they tend to be very spooky for some reason what is with that oh i don't like spooky there's always like realistic eyes yeah i don't know why that's such a common factor (laughs) The voice Big actually smiles. just sounds like a screaming man. Well, that's just normal. Well, yeah. <laughs> You're, for this show especially. <laughs> to step away from the artifice for just a moment, I'm going to be reading some creepypastas mm. as the oh. intro here. It's my second favorite kind of pasta. Are you, yeah. are you implying Does it have, some like, of them? shaped macaronis? I was going to say with the corkscrew ones, the corkscrew goes the other way. <laughs> Oh. And it's, can... it's just a little bit like unsettling. You can it's only just really buy those in pasta. Australia. Get, get the, <laughs> the uncanny valley of yeah. pasta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> are you are you <laughs> suggesting that this is our lost episode? The uncanny farfalle. <laughs> or yeah, it you will could, become the lost episode. You could consider this a lost episode, I suppose. Real uh, talk, I, how spooky is this gonna get? Uh yeah, I wanted to say the, the point of Halloween is to have a fun time, but the, the more important point is to have a safe time. Right. So I did want to I say... I safety. I did want to say uh, there will be a content warning for specifically one of these stories, uh, and I will be putting out a time code on the summary if you would like to just skip ahead to the episode portion. Uh, because with Creepypasta comes territory... That is, uh, for the purpose of shock value, people will engage in topics that some folks might not feel comfortable engaging with themselves. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's uh, so so if, if any of our listeners would like to skip ahead, they are welcome to do so. And if any of the people on this call would like to sit out, they are also welcome to do so. Mm-hmm. We want your Halloween to be fun, frisky, flirty, and safe. Absolutely. Thirsty? Did you say thirsty? I said frisky, but thirsty also applies. <laughs> A thirsty Halloween. I think... I think, like, given the search volume for, like, sexy blank costume, it is a very thirsty holiday already. Oh, I'm already planning to go as a sexy picnic table. (laughs) Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, So here's our first story for this evening. This is entitled, DBZ Creepypasta, A Mistake Never to be Made Again. They use the big green dove. (laughs) (laughs) Is the big green dove just all of the lost episodes? (laughs) It's its own kind of lost episode. (laughs) I have always loved Dragon Ball Z, ever since I was a little girl. When I was 14, I stopped watching it. I thought I was too old for it now. Kinda glad I did that now. So anyway, a couple months ago, I decided I wanted to watch it again. So I went down to the closest video and game shop. I was in luck. I found a box set. Did you find a sun coast? Yeah, Brick Breaker video. (laughs) I found a box set for the Saiyan Saga and Frieza Saga, so I bought them. I noticed the shopkeeper was giving me a strange look as he scanned them. The VHS just says Majora on it. (laughs) You can can see me? (laughs) Everyone else thinks this is an empty parking lot. (laughs) I asked him if something was wrong, and he shook his head. I should have kept his strange behavior in mind. As soon as I got home, I got myself a drink and some snack, turned on the lamp. <laughs> wait, 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 what? Some yeah. snack. <laughs> I got it myself some snack? a drink and some snack, mm. turned on the lamp, and snuggled up to my cover on the couch. Get yourself a snack drink and a glass and of orange some juice. Snack. This, mm-hmm. Where's the scary snack. part? This just sounds like a pleasant evening. So far. Yeah. I decided after watching a few episodes on the Saiyan Saga that I wanted to watch the Frieza Saga. Bad idea. Just skip right ahead to it. Yeah, you missed all the character development. <laughs> right. As I finished the last episode on the last disc, I noticed on the menu it said bonus preview clip. I decided to click on it. It started off with Goku, Chi, and Gohan getting ready to go to bed. Chi. Is this, this going to be a ring situation? Seemed normal, especially when Goku was being praised by Gohan about his achievement. Just a just a nice nondescript event in Dragon Ball. <laughs> I love your achievements, father. <laughs> now if Goku was praising Gohan, then we would know something was up. Right. <laughs> After they had gone to bed, I noticed a black figure behind Gohan when he turned the lights out. By now I was freaked out, confused, it, and slightly curious. Is it just Popo? Because that's pretty normal. <laughs> it's always Popo. Just leering. Is it? Is it Green Dad coming in for more training? The Green Father. <laughs> Is he checking in on him? I worry about you, Gohan. <laughs> a part of me wanted to stop, but the other half was telling me I should watch it. It blacked out for ten seconds before showing Gohan asleep. He was just waking, actually. At the end of his bed was a gift. It was blue with a red bow. <gasps> red Ribbon Army. <laughs> he it's opened blue. it. It's from Vegeta. Gohan looked at the screen with a disturbed expression before another blackout came on. This one lasted for 15 seconds, and I could hear shuffling in the background. <laughs> They're changing the set around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a scene transition. <laughs> I like the exact number of seconds. You can, yeah. yeah, well, you that's, can... 
That's the other thing with these stories. They're very precise with it's, their mathematics. It's Krillin, yeah, it's Krillin, Chiaotzu, and Yamcha coming out in, on, onto the stage in, in like black turtlenecks and black slacks to shift a bench around. <laughs> now, they don't tell you this about animation a lot of the time, but they do have to animate like techies <laughs> changing the scenes. <laughs> it is all just theater. That's for verisimilitude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> When it came on, it showed Gohan with no expression, sitting on a chair, eating a heart. Oh. A heart? Like a fun heart? Sure. Pro- probably like the, the gushy kind. Or is this like a... A Valentine like from a, Fidel? Like a Daenerys Targaryen kind of situation. <laughs> oh, does she do that? Does that happen? Oh, yeah. In the first season, she eats a horse heart. Yeah. Oh, metal yeah. AF. This scared the hell out of me. <laughs> Two people were hanging in the background. I couldn't oh. tell who they were, but I had a pretty good idea. Did they mean like hanging as if from a noose, or were they just chilling? <laughs> they were just chilling. From Frieza's tail? I'm pretty sure it was meant to be the like noose type, but my brain instantly translated <laughs> to they just laid it up. I love, yeah, I love just Gohan like... just macking down on a, on, a, on, a, on a pulsating heart, and in the back is just Tien, <laughs> just kind of hanging. Or phone. just two random, like, Toriyama background characters, like a dog <laughs> person and a lady with poofy yellow hair. <laughs> just chatting. Yeah. Having a good time. <laughs> this is a really exclusive cafe. <laughs> this went on for a minute before Gohan looked at the screen and showed a bloody, disturbing smile. Just before it blacked out for the third time, it did a quick shot of the black figure I saw. When the screen was black, the words, That is a mistake I will never make again, were said. And historical laughter could be heard. Historical, historical laughter. Wait, what makes like, it historical? It's a laugh track from the Big Bang Theory. This primo I Love Lucy cuts. <laughs> it was over and it went back to the menu. I was terrified and disturbed. I noticed the option of bonus clip had disappeared. The next day I returned both box sets. Fucking cheapo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Did you enjoy them? The shopkeeper asked. I noticed there was the same small gift on his checkout. Till there was in the clip. The the present that Gohan had is there now? That is a mistake I will never make again, I said, and walked out. Okay. The end. And then I went and got Kai from Hollywood Video. (laughs) (laughs) Really skip all that filler. So you guys properly spooked yet? I'm more conf- uh, confused than spooked. I'm a, I'm a like little this was confused. A, a, a miss the solution to a mystery of you know whatever happened to all the blockbuster videos. <laughs> now we know. Well, it's a car parts store. We both know that. <laughs> this next one, I'm going to need a little help on, Jason. Uh, sure. This is called Creepy Pasta Dragon Ball Z Lost Episode Yamcha's Revenge. <laughs> I like that already. <laughs> Re- revenge for what, though? Well, let's see if we can okay, find what out. Could, what could he possibly have to be angry about? How much time do we have? <laughs> yeah. I was like, are, you, are you looking for one reason or all of them? It was about six to seven years ago. I went to an old movie store on the street corner. Me and my friends were all into Dragon Ball Z at the time. So when I seen a Dragon Ball Z tape, I naturally grabbed it. It just pictured the normal cast. Goku, Piccolo, Krillin, Gohan, Vegeta, Tien, Chiaotzu, and a very faded Yamcha. 
So what, was he high? (laughs) (laughs) It does explain... It does fill in some gaps. (laughs) If he was. We already came across the scary part. He remembered to mention Tien. (laughs) Oh. I thought nothing of it. Maybe just the picture got worn a little. Yeah. Over Yamcha. I love the idea of an eight-year-old taking a VHS and saying, fuck this guy, and just right over Yamcha, just taking a quarter, and just like a scratch-off ticket, just trying to remove him from the... That's honestly what I would have assumed. Or like somebody really, really loved Yamcha and just was like petting his picture over and over. Mm-hmm. We traced it like 1,600 times. Yeah. To the point that it Lovingly. That it, there is no image which that is suitable to do. <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't. <laughs> oh. Well, Illegal. I guess if you can't. I invited a few of my close friends to watch it with me. I popped it in, and the normal music and intro played. Which one, though? Yeah, that's a great <laughs> question. Because <laughs> that, that intro really sets the tone. <laughs> Let's assume Rock the Dragon. Of course, okay. it's Rock the Dragon. Again, though, at the end of it, Yamcha was very faded among the cast. Though if you want it to be really scary, it's got to be the, the generic Funimation. <laughs> Stock nonsense. And his eyes were different. Were they realistic and bloodshot? <laughs> A very dark red tint to them. Yep. Me and my Ooh. friends were weirded out, but we continued to watch. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the faded is becoming more and more clear. Yamcha's just high. <laughs> the episode was titled A Grave Revenge. The Japanese title roughly translates to <laughs> <laughs> Unprecedented Demon Yamcha's Arrival. <laughs> we never heard that one, so we assumed it's some lost episode or something. Like you do. I mean, you said there's those all over the internet. You just come to expect them. Mm hmm. The episode started. It took place after Boo had been defeated. Uh, since they were talking about how tough he was to defeat. Probably some boring dialogue episode. Excuse, Excuse you. you. Yeah, those are the best episodes. <laughs> then Krillin came back from Otherworld to greet the others. I remember Goku asking, I thought Yamcha was with you. Krillin responded, I lost him. With everyone in shock. The scary part is that Goku actually remembered Yamcha. <laughs> fall off Snake Way? Is he in HFIL? The home for infinite losers? I remember Goku asking how or something. Then the video went black. I kept hitting play, but nothing. Then I heard screams. Similar to those of the cast. Oh man, check the VHS. You probably got like, a jam in there. You're going to have to like, it. <laughs> you need to check <laughs> blow the tracking. On, blow on it, maybe. The picture came back with everyone mangled. Left crawling away was Vegeta. Yamcha's voice was heard in a very demonic way. Oh, look, the prince is scared. (laughs) 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 Then Vegeta dropped. I went to shut off the tape, but he said it. There's no running from me. Me and my friends panicked. How can something this foolish be happening? (laughs) (laughs) Have you watched the show? (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't seem real. I really like the image of, like, Four, like, ten-year-old kids cross their arms watching this. How foolish. (laughs) How foolish. Welcome to Anime Club. (laughs) The screen on the TV started to drip the blood. (laughs) (laughs) As it does. It stained our floor. 
That's just rude. It's like how it's not... Now I'm spooked. They're not scared, they're just indignant with... Is the... How are we going to explain this to Mom? Is the floor <laughs> carpeted, or is it hardwood? Oh, it's carpet, buddy. Oh, you know that's yeah, soaking it's gotta be. It's, it's, it's fucking story. shag carpet. <laughs> Mom's gonna be so mad. I mean, every spooky story is really a moralistic fable. Yeah. The moral of this one is get rid of that carpet. Yamcha's demon TV blood is gonna be soaked into the fibers forever. Mm-hmm. He appeared on the screen. Dark red eyes, pale as a ghost. The TV shut off. We calmed down and turned the lights on. They shut off immediately. <laughs> now you're just fucking with this ghost. The TV started flashing. With every flash, more blood spilt from the TV. We were horrified. <laughs> what was this? Some haunted tape? <laughs> just imagining every time you have flash, you just... The, you, the speaker just go... <laughs> 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 oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, there, there's... There's some there's some pressure behind it is what I'm saying. It's like you're at, it's like you're at the water park at King's Island. <laughs> this cannot be real. This has to be a dream. How can a tape do this? I ejected the tape. It stopped. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> then I looked at the tape and there's a big fucking scary cat on it. It just says Hausu. <laughs> oh, that's why. There was something written on the tape. Good night. That's polite. (laughs) My friends quickly left my house, leaving me with this tape. And all this blood to clean up. (laughs) Those are not your friends. Your friends suck. (laughs) Alone, in the dark. My lights refused to work. Then I sat and thought about Yamcha. (laughs) Like you do, in the dark. The logical choice to make. (laughs) I always made fun of him. Even in Dragon Ball, when he had some relevance. I trashed on him. Are you That's sure, hilarious. bud? Are you sure? <laughs> That's, he's been a little too nice. Get, but but what? I angered a fictional character? What the hell is this? <laughs> and why just me? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, be careful or I'm just going to come get you. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the good news is that if you have to have one member of the Z Fighters after you, Yamcha <laughs> is a relatively safe one. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Doesn't sound like it. I mean, the prince was scared. He's just gonna ruin your carpet. <laughs> I went outside. My friends were standing there. They decided they would stand by me. They also brought OxyClean. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out they were good friends. <laughs> I took the tape, spit on it, and chucked it into the sewer. Damn. <laughs> He's gonna, like, release it into the water supply. We all float down here, brah. <laughs> <laughs> Soon you'll float too. Uh, my friends stayed the night. We slept well. That's good to know. Okay. Yeah. What a happy ending. It's kind of hard to have a good sleep at a sleepover. That's the spookiest part. Everybody slept. Yeah. Then I heard static coming from my living room. My TV was off. How is this even possible? I looked over quick at my friends. They were all pale and cold to the touch. They were... Oh, no. Dead? Oh. Oh, man. They I screamed aloud, this. this is not real. This is just some nightmare. His voice echoed, No, this is my revenge. I ran into the bathroom and locked my door. Then I looked into my mirror. My reflection turned into him. I'm Yamcha. 
Oh, it's a okay. spin-off manga. I got it. Yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> it seems like a good it, time for a commercial break. Yeah, that's a great time. Yeah. Uh, it shattered. A shard flew into my eye. I screamed in pain. Suddenly I awoke. I was lying down in the hospital. Oh. Okay. I was hit by a car when I left the store. What? What? Oh, okay. I looked to the table uh, beside me. Too. There the tape sat, the same faded picture. I took that tape and threw it out the window. Which does not happen in a hospital, but thanks for playing. <laughs> it's a little unless, unless you're at Wukong Hospital, in which case you can just fucking go onto the balcony <laughs> and do some pull-ups on them. <laughs> so how's our how's our spookiness feeling now? I'm pretty spooked. Um, I mean, I can I'm understand thoroughly... why Vegeta is so scared of Yamcha. His 2H is stupid. <laughs> I'm worried that they didn't dispose of, like, the the blood in a safe way. Mm. Oh, no. Yeah. So there's a, well, there's a it, pretty specific procedure for, for, for cleaning up a biohazard. And you're saying that it's not just sleeping next to it all night. I'm, I'm saying that's not usually advised. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. Uh, I have one last one. Again, this is the one that sort of goes... Uh, heavy with some topics in a sort of cavalier manner. Oh boy! Uh, just as a heads up, so do we, do we want to warn people what those yeah. are? They feature uh, suicide, gore, etc. The the typical creepypasta fare. Okay. I'm treat it, treat it like a slasher. Duck yeah. out for a little bit. You can uh, message me when when you're done with this. We'll we'll ping you. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, this one is just called Dragon Ball Z Lost Episode. Again with these. Uh, a theme. This also features uh, characters like Trunks and Goten, so apologies for the spoilers. Mm-hmm. They don't know what that means, though. <laughs> it's, it's just a fun teaser for later. Yeah. Right. Go who? Uh, <laughs> no, that's the third son. Oh. Go who? <laughs> uh, this is also, I think, exactly one sentence, just in its entirety. <sighs> I, I can see no other... Well, no, there's a smattering of periods in here. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> it's just par for the course for cake and pasta. At my job at Funimation, I was called in after watching the strange footage from my last post at a forum and took the tape from and gived it back and started to watch it, and I was called in to watch it. What? Okay. Watch it. Do, do it. <laughs> do, do it now. It started with a pose belly mock-up title, Goten's Death Suicide for Poor Little Goten. <laughs> okay the Japanese title is somehow missing on this one really. <laughs> one of the intern died from a heart attack from hearing that their kids had been killed as the picture came on screen of Goten with realistic eyes he said in his normal English voice I fucking can't take life and started to cry blood and said I just did I'm dead I'm not supposed to be real I'm just a replacement for my dad Goku I killed him and himself and the intern walked out saying I'm dead I killed myself I killed him I'm Goten I, I can't. That okay. Was, I can't process just, this sentence structure. You just I'm, loaded a. You just loaded a bunch of words like buckshot and just aimed it at the rest of the of, of the podcasters and just let loose. Just ripped uh, the cord. That was a that was a Rick and Morty monologue crawl. We ain't done. Imagine just. Ooh. I want you to reread that in your head, in your mind, folks at home who are listening. Just in the in the gruff like the uh, pickle Rick voice, and just be like, "I killed him. I'm Goten. I'm me. I died. I can only replace my dad. I killed a man himself." 
I was the only one left. I saw poor seven-year-old Trunks stab marks all over, saying, I just act strong, and was pulled into a shredder. And I saw Goten and Trunks said, wearing Goku's hair, as with black holes as eyes, saying, I'll miss you, and Goten killed him. And the episode paused and the tape fell out. A worker and an intern took a knife and stabbed me, saying, I must live, fuckers, and destroyed the tape. And I took a bag and I cleaned the tape bits up. Then I saw little kid Trunks from the episode. I am say a man, say, keep the tape, it's my soul, and disappeared and I took a gun as the intern tried to make a bag from... Tried to take the bag from me and, sh- and shot him and ran out of the studio and went home and locked the door and went to sleep in my dream I was Goten. And I was with little six-year-old Trunks sleeping as Goten, fell asleep as I saw Videl say to the two sweet dreams, and I woke up in Trunks clothes and in Capsule Corp. As a seven-year-old kid, where I am, I said, me as I flied out of bed and woke up again, and my friend and my girlfriend and my girlfriend's friend were here. And oh, I'm, I'm gently trying to follow. And Here's, I'm trying so hard. I stopped. I stopped listening. The th- like after a certain number of words, I in the same sentence, I assume mm-hmm. they're not important anymore. Sure. And I tune out until I see a period. It's it's like these these words are on a are along a gentle pottery wheel and instead of <laughs> and instead of forming them into a narrative this person just like took the little pedal and just floored it. All right, so picking back up, oh, they woke up, and I think they're trunks or Goten. I'm not sure, okay. but their friend, their girlfriend, and their girlfriend's friend were there. They hugged them. And said, everything will be fine. And then I saw Goten crying blood and cheered him up. And he hugged me and turned (laughs) away and took the gun and shoot himself. But before he died, he said, I'll miss you, Broly. Dad, my friend said we could have a sleepover. And it was so much fun. I never had so much fun in my life. And got rehired to do Battle of the Gods as a storyboard artist. (laughs) Or a story broad artist, rather. (laughs) Okay. And voice actor for Bills. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was back on track, but still wanted to watch the lost episode to find Trunks' soul and bring him back every time I watch Battle of Gods. I don't see Trunks, but Goten has no eyes or mouth. I think the curse is wearing off. Whatever you do, don't watch my video of the episode I will upload. Just take fact that I'm with Goten and Trunks now. See you later. Me and Goten and Trunks are going to play tag. This is Gohan signing out. (laughs) Okay. Excuse? This This went to, like, a yellow wallpaper place where we're like... So she's in the room, but she is the room. So the twist is that the narrator was Gohan the whole time? Mm-hmm. Who is that... also an animator, but also a intern at Funimation. Yeah, an intern at Funimation. And a voice actor. A voice actor. And also a... Go- Goten killed him a minimum of two times. <laughs> uh-huh. Sometimes with a gun. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. And that's that's about it. <laughs> My power level went down hearing that. <laughs> I yeah okay. I hope there. I hope I'll get a Zenkai boost and come back funnier <laughs> by the end of this. Words words accepted. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, words. Re- Hi guys, welcome back. How spooky was it? I'll say this. Uh, I'm normally just confused at the end of a creepypasta, and so this that makes this the most successful creepypasta. <laughs> yeah, and that it, it ends with me feeling the most confused. Well, I spent my time just looking up cute. Dragon Ball Z Halloween pictures on Tumblr. Honestly, I that's wish... probably time better spent. I wish uh, I would have done that too. It's a lot of very good Vegeta dressed as a vampire pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. Now that we're in the Halloween spirit, why don't we talk about uh, some episodes of Dragon Ball Z? Some real ones. 
I'd love to. <gasps> no, no lost Please. episodes for us. We stick to the canon here. Mm-hmm. Specifically on Funimation now. Yes, Killer every week we watch. All. We watch three episodes of hit anime Dragon Ball Z. This week we're covering episodes 88, 89, and 90. Mm. And none of our episodes were procured from spooky video stores. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Out of one, just the regular DVDs in our case. I will say there was like a really weird scene where Goku's eyes just started bleeding. (laughs) Yeah, they were just super realistic. Oh. Yeah, I don't... I didn't notice that. And then it came back on and it was just Chi-Chi in a rocket ship. <laughs> yeah, this is this pretty basically what happened. The call is coming from within the episode. <laughs> uh, episode eighty-eight. My the house. English title is "Clash of the Superpowers." Uh, the Japanese title roughly translates to "The Two Superpowers Collide: A Fist Fight Where Both Turn Serious." All right. Mm. So this is this is the episode where uh, Hulk Hogan and Macho Man finally like settle their differences. Well, you know, Matt, the beams rise to the top. (laughs) This episode begins with Chi-Chi packing up for her trip to space. She packs panties, shades, sushi, camera, coffee. Why a camera? I do, I mean, if you're going to go all that way, you should at least do some sightseeing. Yeah. If I'm saving my son from a... Her baby's on a planet. You want to remember your trip to space, we're Jason. Gonna, yeah, we're going to scrapbook this rescue mission, for sure. <laughs> or at the very I mean, least, smashbook it. <laughs> Is Chi-Chi the scrapbooking sort? Oh, she's a, she comes from a fighting family, so you know it's all smashbooks. Give me a glue stick and some <laughs> ransom note-looking letters, and I can make some memories. <laughs> <laughs> Ox King, Roshi, Panchi, Puar, and Oolong are all trying to stop her. <sighs> Panchi. She Best has completely character. forgotten that her daughter is also up there. Yep, but just does not <laughs> she care. She did. She or, makes a comment they... about one time she lost her poodle. Yeah. Is it possible that she assumes that Bulma will be okay? Like Bulma can take care of herself, or Gohan and Krillin will take care of her? She probably assumes Bulma can take care of herself because she can. She... <laughs> right, she's, she's gotten this far. She's Bulma motherfucking briefs, that's why. <laughs> yeah. I think based on the fact that Tights is never, ever, ever, ever mentioned, she's probably just already forgotten. They're oh. very independent children. Mm hmm. Yeah, Jirobi drops by like fucking Kramer to tell everyone <laughs> that Piccolo has made it to Namek. He, d- he does. Yeah, that, it was weird that there was like a, a wooing track when he went through the door. <laughs> yeah, I thought it's... that was strange. It's weird. I thought he would be really wrapped up with his baseball career. <laughs> uh, he tells everyone that Piccolo made it to Namek. Uh, this only makes Chi-Chi redouble her efforts. Yeah, because everybody celebrates except for her, who doesn't right. know that he's a good guy now. He's the scary guy with the big fangs. She doesn't <laughs> what the know he's fuck a, is wrong with your people? green dad. <laughs> the only thing that stops Chi-Chi in her tracks is that the ship is still busted. Supposedly. Just in time, though, Dr. Briefs drops in and he says it's fixed. But his <laughs> accent is broken. <laughs> he's now vaguely southern. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's also immediately shot with several daggers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, people from everyone else happy. in the room. Yajirobe tries to sneak off, but Roshi's on him in a flash. <laughs> Fucker's trying to climb out the window. Roshi's <laughs> still got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Roshi said something very strange. He said to Dr. Briefs when he came in and said at the worst timing that the ship was fixed, he said, you've got the sense of a monkey. Geniuses, <laughs> you're all alike. 
Is he is he comparing Goku to Doctor Briefs? Is he saying they're on the same level? I don't think so. Who it's, else is it's an interesting idea? It also raises the question: How many geniuses does Roshi know? I, d- I did wonder. Like, has he spent a lot of time around geniuses? Probably I mean, some martial arts geniuses. He he is very old and also immortal. Yeah. So he's been around. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, I didn't know he was immortal. Yeah, he drank some stuff, I think. Yeah, so there's a throwaway line in Dragon Ball that he uh, drank from the Fountain of Youth. Oh, well, that'll do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Back on Namek, Frieza's connecting the dots, and he realizes that it's Goku who defeated Ginyu. Just makes sense. Yeah. Goku deftly dodges one of his attacks, and he sneaks behind Frieza and pushes him with his mind. I- Just <laughs> thinks at him real hard. Yeah, we, we had to rewind this moment because <laughs> we weren't sure if it was some kind of beam or like a whirlwind or, or again, nope. the telekinetic powers coming he, back nope, out. Yeah, he just kind of frowns fiercely. It's, when that happened, I just went, oh yeah, he has that. Frieza is surprised by this, but he quickly recovers and drops Goku into the water below. Flushed into the sewer like a rat. Frieza, that's a lake. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I thought you were calling them monkeys. Right, yeah, like... You're gonna be racist, at least be consistent. Frieza's space bigotry is, like, very... It's very flip-floppy here. Uh, While he's underwater, Goku reflects on what he knows about Frieza so far, and he remembers that he can't sense energy, so he decides to try a little trick. Comes up with a plan. He decides to completely forgo how a Kamehameha works. (laughs) In front of me, God, everyone... I should have checked, but I did not check to see if he does say Kamehameha in Japanese. Oh, or if you're this right. is one of those situations where they just say the thing, but it's not the thing. That might be the case. Mm, interesting. Because uh, he says Kamehameha, but he instead creates two little energy balls. And tells uh, them to he, stay put. Yeah, he Which, talks to them like dogs. That's new. <laughs> stay. <laughs> he, uh, he shoots them up at Frieza-like torpedoes from different directions. Apparently Goku knows what torpedoes are. Right. He does a flying drop kick on Frieza, right to the jaw, and uh, Frieza's not too amused by these antics, but he admits that Goku's the first person to cause him pain since his loving parents. God, Goku's okay. face is so good. I, <laughs> yeah, I had the screen cap that way. I'm so glad you, you had that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's, it's not quite a blank stare and not quite no. a forced smile. It's just like he was smiling and then Frieza said that, and then he's really not sure what <laughs> he's to like, do. Huh? What to feel anymore. Well, okay. Uh, uh, it's like cool. when, yeah, it's like someone that you don't expect to, like a bank teller, just really decides to pole vault over those personal boundaries in terms of small talk and banter. <laughs> yeah, but like, he doesn't go on about it. It's just like a throwaway line and then back to business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, here's the gag of the century. Parents, plural? Yeah. I don't, yeah. Mean to, I don't mean to be spoiler town, but we do see a confirmed parent. Yeah, mm-hmm. we, we meet his father eventually. Mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, just more fodder for Hail Satan down the road. Yep. Uh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Frieza's mother, Frosty! <laughs> <laughs> Frieza creates a rock obstacle course for Goku. In the middle of the sky. He's, it's so funny. He's like, 
When Goku was underwater, he was like a cat when you turn off the laser pointer. Just like staring at yeah. the last spot he saw like, it. Just waiting. Yeah. And then the first torpedo goes up and he goes, how rude. The second one comes up, he goes, why you trickster? What? And then he gets kicked. And then this happens and he... Oh, oh hang on, this is after the commercial break, so I've got to find it. I, I do think Frieza... Frieza is unused to being in this situation. Oh, he does continuously say that. Yeah. 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 I'm not sure if we talked about this already, but when when Vegeta's dad did his rebellion, none of the other forms were necessary. Right. Like it was it was all form 1. So this is like I I don't know. I don't remember if Frieza's ever had to do this before. I believe he said that everyone present are the first pers- first people to ever see his actual true form. To ever see it. Yeah, including him. I believe his parents. (laughs) That'd be that'd be a fun. fun I mean, I'm sure he's done it like alone in the bathroom, (laughs) just to see, just to check it out. Yeah, (laughs) hold on to your hats, folks. I'm not sure what the fuck I'm about to do. (laughs) (laughs) Let's find out what hatches out of my head. Puberty for the freezer race is very different. Yeah, I was gonna say the uh, the the sex education videotape played for young Frieza. It's like. You're going to start feeling some changes. You're going to maybe want to feel like a xenomorph for a few weeks. <laughs> maybe you just want to be yourself, but like really big and beefy with scary Taurus horns. You're going to look a lot like your dad. That's You're going to notice some normal. changes. And then you're going to notice some more changes. <laughs> and then a third set of changes. <laughs> a fourth change is possible. Hey, Goku does make a comment about him not smelling so great, mm. so that's right in line with puberty. We're just witnessing puberty. He hasn't. Like he it. hasn't had to have deodorant yet. We should. <laughs> we should get now. on. We should get on the horn to Nick Kroll and see if we can get a big mouth season starring Frieza. <laughs> Lord. <laughs> oh my God. Frieza creates the rock obstacle course, and uh, Goku replies. Hammer time. <laughs> it's hammer time. <laughs> uh, uh, he says this for some reason. <laughs> Friendly reminder, this show is set during the 1990s. Uh-huh. I did double check the English air date for this episode, and it was 1999. So it's a little late for that reference. A little hmm. bit. Hmm. Uh, he then busts all the rocks up with elbow drops. Does not do the hammer dance. <laughs> Does not stop. Frieza seems amazed that he solved his boulder puzzle. (laughs) And so then he lifts a very big rock. He gets frustrated, so he lifts Zakovia to throw at Goku. (laughs) Gohan tells Goku to look out for the city-sized rock that's headed his way. (laughs) It's, yeah, everybody's very impressed by this. Unless there's something going on with, like, scale and distance, this doesn't look that much bigger than the... The pyramid that Piccolo that's, I was, did. Yeah, I was that's what say. we were. That's what I said. While, Remember when he just bench we pressed recording. pyramids? <laughs> and is, that, like, that was a while ago. That was pre-nail Piccolo. Yeah, right. This is why we need the the, the peanut gallery to tell us how big the rock is. <laughs> uh, Goku catches it and he cuts right through it. I'll just catch this catch, mountain. I feel like catch is a strong word. He, he just kind of stands it. there. He catches it by letting it hit his whole body, and then he wraps his <laughs> arms around it. Hugs it to a halt. Frieza catches Goku in a weird stasis field while he's distracted. Why does he never do this? Uh, Why is this a one-time move? He says that this force field will explode if it touches anything but Frieza. What? 
I love this key soccer ball he's turned into yeah. here. It's a very he fun bopping move. it around. It's Calvin Ball. Frieza is Calvin and Goku's the ball. <laughs> Much like Calvin Ball, he gets bored with his own game. But not <laughs> yeah. before we are treated to a surround sound symphony of grunts. The name of the show, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> symphony of grunts. That's the... Sean Schimmel grunting in a sound. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. The best ASMR. After the ball explodes, it creates a new desert on Planet Namek. <laughs> That is one hell of a dust clearing. Yeah, <laughs> just turned everything into dust. I just want to say real quick, in the Japanese uh, version, uh, after this happens, Goku tells Frieza, I told you to stop breaking up other people's planets so much. <laughs> yeah, he did He did make him promise. <laughs> Piccolo calls them both monsters, one good and one evil. I have a bit of a uh, translation note here, because this is real good. I was kind of curious. Yeah, I think it's the same thing that I checked as well. Because I went back and looked at, at what Piccolo said in the Japanese version, and he basically said something to the effect of, They're freaks, the both of them! <laughs> <laughs> That's the Japanese like that translation. Yes! Yeah. Piccolo doesn't have any fucking time for either of these chuckleheads. <laughs> well, I love what Gohan said before that. How can they do all that stuff? It's just not normal. It says the five-year-old <laughs> yeah. who has been doing this for the last what, year. Fly. Yeah. So I guess he's six. Uh, Jason, I thought you were referring to the thing that happens next. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. The thing I that happens this towards well. the very end of the episode? Frieza wants to ask <laughs> Goku a question in his native language. <laughs> yeah? Oh, gosh. He says a bunch of gibberish. I tried. I, it was I, like, I listened to it like three times and I just couldn't. It was like... It was just reverse talk. Just it, there was some intense shoulder movements, though. Yes. It was jittery like a Homestuck gif. Yeah. Curious animation for this section. Yeah. Uh, uh, curious native tongue that is never brought up again. Did anybody rewind it to find out what was actually happening in that scene? Yes, I did. Okay, good. Yeah. It's, he's just laughing. Yeah, he just chuckles. He's, he's just going, oh. That's, oh, why, oh. that's why the animation looks like someone who's laughing, because he is. <laughs> he's just doing a little titter. I don't know why they put in this bizarre native <laughs> they, language. They maybe, made this whole weird contrivance. Maybe that is in in the in the Frieza tongue. Like, the what is the opposite of laughter? It's let's the, get serious. The opposite guess, of yeah. laughter. It's the title of my new book. So he says he's going to ask him a question. He does the gibberish. And then he translates it, which means, let's get down to business, no more sandbagging. Which is not a question. The Hans. Yeah. Did they send me Yamchas? When I asked for Gohans. No, Sans would also be pretty... Oh, also good. Pretty good again. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) During the blast... Uh, the big blast, the big one mm-hmm. uh, that we get to see from space. Krillin gets buried in some sand, and Gohan gets blown away. But good old Green Dad catches him, but doesn't shield him from the blast. He just kind of holds him <laughs> in front of him. Any other thoughts for eighty-eight? We're, there, we're gonna... I cannot parse what Frieza's metric is for what is rude and what is flattering. <laughs> I think it changes as he feels necessary Cause, yeah because yeah. like when it's he... rude if it's done to him 
Well, but yeah. like, okay, so when he meets uh, Guru and Guru's like, you're hella evil, Frieza seems very offended. Yeah. But then when Goku, at some point during the Calvin Ball sequence, says, you fiend! <laughs> Goku, Frieza just bats his eyelashes and says, don't flatter me. I know! It's <laughs> he, he, he gets incredibly incensed at, like, you're not quite as good a person as you thought you were, but... He he chuckles heartily at you know someone going hey Frieza you're a rat fuck. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like oh you stop it. And some beams are fun, but torpedoes are rude. <laughs> I don't know. I feel I I feel like this is like some game like like uh like the old Fanny Dooley game, you know like she loves puppies but hates dogs. Like there's some <laughs> trick. Frieza is like, very fickle. It's very fickle. Episode 89, the English title is Frieza's Boast. I misread that title, by the way, two times, as both Frieza's Roast and Frieza's Boat. <laughs> I would watch both of those Lost episodes. <laughs> I like, yeah, I like, yeah, the Lost episode, Frieza's Boat, where it's where the wood grain is painted on with exquisite detail. It's a word-for-word adaptation of The Old Man in the Sea, but it just says Frieza instead. <laughs> <laughs> Frieza's roast is is a Thanksgiving episode where they try to get everybody together, but like <laughs> Bulma drinks too much and starts shit, and everybody ends up yelling. I thought it was gonna be like a Thanksgiving Comedy Central, like the roast of Frieza. <laughs> well, that's um, just what we have here. That's what we're doing because uh, over here the Japanese title roughly translates to Frieza's terrible declaration. I will defeat you without using my hands. The episode begins with Frieza asking where Goku prefers to fight, the ground or the sky. This is so uh, good. Well, Goku says he's a he's a ground kind of guy. This delivery <laughs> was so good. Because first, first Goku says, I've got better things to do than stare at you all day. Before Frieza asks what, what he prefers. Uh, but Goku says, ground's good. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Why not? Sure. Ground. ground. Now that's a ground I could get into. Well, he knows that his that Frieza's air game is total butt cheeks, so he's going to try and just thwart that at any case. But like, they don't—they're not on the ground though. They just fight near the ground. <laughs> <laughs> There's not actually a difference. They like to keep like making rules and then immediately breaking them. They don't care. He might notice a rule like, in the Japanese yeah. title that is made, and then well. See how long that goes. Doesn't really seem like they're getting down to business quite yet either. No, (laughs) they're just flirting. Frieza says, I like your attitude and like does a cute little point behind him. They land at, (laughs) I guess, what is the perfect island among all the identical islands? (laughs) Goku says, so this must be the place. And then puts Frieza in charge of planning his funeral. This is the only part of the Frieza fight that I, that I remember from childhood really, really profoundly. Yeah. Because <laughs> this banter is fucking hilarious. It's very good. <laughs> About what flowers do you want for your funeral? And he's just like, man, whatever. And he does... I trust ya. He does the Goku <laughs> stretch, bud. Yeah. Yep. He does the weird like thing where he's kind of rocking back and forth with his weight on, on, his, uh, on his balls of his feet. Speaking of flirting... Goku ditches his orange gi top. He sure does. But he keeps the weighted shirt on underneath. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think that's weighted. 
What the geek. good is the weighted clothing at this point? <laughs> it isn't. It's the he only. Ch- he ch- He's just forgotten that it's, it's weighted. A, it's like a thunder <laughs> yeah. jacket for him. Yeah. He trained in a hundred times gravity. It's it's as much weighted as as normal clothes at this. It's point. just comforting. Yeah. It's just yeah. He can't yeah. even feel it. He feels naked in normal clothes. Right. <laughs> he can't feel them. Uh, I will note that much like Batman Arkham Asylum, it is possible to tell how far into the Frieza fight you are by how much of a shirt Goku has. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is a it is a damage meter. It comes in stages. Yeah. And we have, <laughs> we've achieved yeah. phase two. Yeah. It's a pretty good UI. Mm-hmm. Guys, I just, I solved the puzzle oh. of, of Frieza's uh, rudeness meter. So, okay, so I was just, like, reading the note for what came next, and I realized... So, after Goku says, I trust ya, Frieza says, for that, I'm gonna give you a little break, and offers not to use his hands, and he sounds, like, genuinely, earnestly happy, and says, (laughs) how does that grab you? And his smile is not even a smirk. Like, the little shadow that shows that, like, he's kind of looking down is gone. He's unsettingly genuine. (laughs) And so it's like, okay, here's, here's what I think happened. I think he figured out that Goku killed Ginyu, who we've established was his little crush. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And okay. now Goku has replaced him. <laughs> oh. Immediately. It's like this. Yeah, mm-hmm. my dum dum. Big fan. They are <laughs> fighting, and when he like hangs out under the water, he's waiting for him and shoots beams instead of coming out to fight him. That's rude. And you know when you read too much into what a crush does, it's like, ugh. Sure. He's doing like they the fighting a... equivalent of analyzing right. his text messages. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he, di- he didn't put a punctuation after the text. Does that mean it's chill or does that mean he doesn't want to define things? How many, how many Ys are in hey? How many Ys? <laughs> if it's... He texted just one ha. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> if it's ha ha, then now we're talking. If it's H A H, run the other way. <laughs> you're 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 on the one way stop to being left on red since three AM <laughs> I'm very done for this Frieza Goku ship, or as I like to call it, Froyoku. <laughs> Froyoku. I, I don't like Froyoku, that you call it. it's like Froyo. Like... No. 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 <laughs> Matt Matt forbids. <laughs> Disapproved. We get a a literal explosive transition between Goku blasting off again and Briefs working on the spaceship. Oh my god. It was kind of jarring, honestly. I loved that. That whipped absolute ass. (laughs) I thought it was cool. Oh, Uh, one more bit of flirting. Oh, sure. Uh, After after Frieza says, offers to not use his hands, Goku's just sort of like, sure, whatever. Not reciprocating. And Frieza says, fine then, this way I won't have to break my nails. And I just, <laughs> yeah. like, I, my notes are obviously flirting. Read, please look at my nails. Please tell me they are pretty. Look at me. <laughs> look at me, Goku. I t- <laughs> Notice me, Goku. <laughs> uh, Chi-Chi determinedly walks down the hallway in several cuts. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Chi-Chi yes. gonna kick some ass. Uh, she claims that her father messed with the ship again, out loud to no one, just telling us the audience. Yeah, uh, what, and what is, is she just referring to the Ox King? Yeah, okay. to stop her from getting on to to head to Namek again. Okay. Uh, and now Oolong and Poir are packing to head to Namek with Chi Chi. Yajirobe keeps trying to sneak away, 
Just let him. Yeah, no kidding. Why do you like, need him? What you don't? Why do they him. all need to go? He doesn't even have beans. Yeah, <laughs> he's got a sword though. He does have a sword. Mm-hmm. Comes in handy. I like how fired up Poir gets. <gasps> yes. Oh, her little picture that she has. Poir's <laughs> yeah. ready to rip someone in there, like <laughs> someone's <laughs> asshole. Yeah. I love how uh, someone was like, "Yeah, you tried training in a hundred times gravity, Poir," and Poir was like. Fuck yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm Absolutely. Down. Puts will. on that little absolute victory headband. Also, I mean, <laughs> I forget which character said it, but one of these characters referred to Namek as Lizardville, and I just think that's a little problematic. That was Oolong, yeah. God. That sounds about right. Oolong. It would be. They're not even lizards. That pig. They're plants. <laughs> I know. God. And I like that when, uh... Show some cultural sensitivity, Oolong. When Yadro tries to sneak away, <laughs> Oolong grabs him and says, Nah, uh, uh, coward's my shtick. <laughs> I'm stuck doing this, so are you. Get your own gimmick, fucking samurai. Speaking of which, why is Oolong still there? Is he just too short to reach the window? Yeah. <laughs> well, Probably. he and Chi-Chi are friends now. Yeah, they're gun friends. <laughs> That's right. In our canon. Yeah. <laughs> Back on Namek, Goku and Frieza are having a kicking competition, uh, but Frieza interrupts it with some tail slaps. With with some great nursery rhymes. Something about, like, made you look, you stole your mother's pocketbook. <laughs> or something just weirdly jarring like that. He, Frieza's in a place. Yeah. He had to think yeah, I, about his I, parents I wanna... earlier, and he hasn't thought of them in years. And now he's got a new crush, and he's oversharing. And it's just... It's a now lot. that we're under the the impression that he's crushing on Goku while fighting, I do want to hear the inner monologue of him saying, "Why the fuck did I just say that? What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> they hate me." <laughs> he doesn't think this. it was cute, Fraser. You idiot. <laughs> he doesn't want to see your tail up close. <laughs> or does he? Let's find out. Or, d- oh. or yeah, does let's he? keep trying. Yeah, maybe he didn't go for it the first time. Maybe let's do it again. Frieza tries to slam Goku into the ground with his tail, but Goku quickly turns the tables, and he grabs Frieza by the tail, mm-hmm. and he gives him a little Solange Bowser. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yep. it was so good. This was... Right into the spikes. Solange, Frieza. <laughs> he just lets this happen. He does. He's just enjoying the ride. Oh, and also, this is the, po- this is the point during the combat... Uh, that Goku refers to Frieza as maybe needing a bath, and don't you dare insinuate that oh. Emperor of the Universe has swamp ass Goku. <laughs> <laughs> Highly inappropriate. Like, he did just get, like, born out of his own head, so there's probably some, like... <laughs> you know how babies have that, like, weird cheese? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some unpleasant residue. What? They, what now? You know... Oh, what is it? What's babies? it called again? It's uh, it's like a infantina or something. No, I just that's call not it right. baby cheese. I'm assuming it's cheese. one of one of their many secretions. Babies? Is that what you're talking about? They no, they have a like cheese? when they're first. No, it's like I, oh man, I don't I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Ba- all <laughs> babies like, have are secretions. Babies... It must be that. Hang on, let me Google. It's not like it doesn't come from them. It's just like stuff that's on them. Oh, take a little science that's break. A, that's a secretion. Is this like a cradle cap? Is it? Oh, is it produced Vernix in caseosa, house? also known as vernix, is the waxy or cheese-like subs- white substance found coating the skin of newborn human babies. 
Oh, it is. It's produced by dedicated cells and is thought to have some protective roles during fetal development and for a few hours after birth. Thank you, Wikipedia. I, I was unaware that babies could do this. They just keep doing it? Yeah, apparently protects their delicate skin from the acidic quality of amniotic fluid and helps keep infection at bay. And it's you just, could, yeah, a thick white cheese-like layer. You could tell me any fact about babies and I would absolutely believe you. Mama like, Natural you says, don't wash it off, rub it in. I am seeing that, don't don't wash it off, but boy, it's fighting a lot of instincts. It really <laughs> is. Boy, Wikipedia has a picture and boy, yeah, it's real gross. Over at Bulma Station. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, check in with Bulma. She has lost her mind and she's talking to a frog. No, she's just back uh, to and her she's... Disney princess state. Yeah, she's tooling around on a hover bike. Did she, ha- she have a capsule that she forgot about, or did she, like, build this? I, <laughs> I was wondering how many of those capsules she has left. It's implied that it is a capsule. It does poof back into because, a capsule later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she makes a comment about, I always said Dad was crazy for putting food in these things. Uh, she reminisces back to the time that she met the frog, and how it stood out from the crowd of the other frogs by offering her a towel. Hmm. Complimentary washcloth, miss. <laughs> and you didn't even tip him, Bulma, honestly. She shares some of her food with her new frog friend, and she decides that her new calling in life is to be the Jane Goodall of frogs. I mean, that's fair, because adventuring ain't working out so good. All her other friends have ditched her. Yeah. And nice all the nine-year-olds watching frog. the show were just like, who? <laughs> I, I just like that Jane Goodall is canon. Yeah. yeah. In yeah. this universe. <laughs> There's there's some weird connections to like like real life Earth like Jane Goodall and Jamaica is a real place. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Literally, this fits into our thesis of any capsule core device must have the ability to store or produce snacks. Because <laughs> yeah. briefs gets hungry, but <laughs> only the best have espresso machines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bulma's feeling a little crafty, so she quickly whips up a frog translator necklace. No, it's a universal transllator. Can oh, is it? You? Does she specifically say that? She does, she does say that. I yeah, just I whips it up that. out of spare bike parts, I guess. I guess. I well, maybe she took apart one of the seventeen radios she's built this past week. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to become a compulsion. When I was watching this with my brother, we got into a very heated argument over whether or not she like built this herself or whether she just had it or whether it was like already invented technology or if she just came up with it on the spot i'm assuming she built it then and there yeah but like do you think universal translators already existed in the world and she just made well, she, one she had to build a translator for uh namekian she did it's true i i'm guessing she modified an existing thing. That's probably that's that. That's my position. Can we give a shout out to fashion of oh, yes, Miss Bulma while she is working on this translator? She has a pink scouter-like magnifier over her eye. <laughs> and it's amazing. Oh, I missed that. This is probably never brought up again. It's prob- probably. I just like the idea of she saw the scouter and was like, huh. I could probably use something like this to do some really high-tech detail work. You think she kept the broken scouter parts? Oh, totally. Absolutely. You know what I bet? 
I bet she's got like a junk capsule. Oh god, just extra parts. Yeah, yeah. That she just when she wants to build something, she just pops over that capsule and sorts through the junk that she has. I'm I believe that. Very into that. I mean, like she doesn't give a kit. fuck. She'll harvest yeah. technology off a dead man. Yeah, no. <laughs> We've seen her. In a stunning act of betrayal, the frog reveals himself to be none other than Captain Ginyu <gasps> by using the change beam to trade bodies with Bulma. Oh. The very second he is able to speak English. <laughs> and <laughs> the first right thing he says. after she gave him chocolate, too. Yeah, he even did the happy friends. chocolate dance. Do you think, did yeah. he need the chocolate to get enough energy to do the change beam? I mean, that's calories. <laughs> I, th- I genuinely think it was the ability to speak English that made it. Oh, he needed to be able work. to say the words change now. Mm-hmm. I understand. So, do you have you to be able to, say to share spell. a language with your target? I guess. Do they have to understand and, it? And that well, language thanks to Frieza, it's implied that everyone speaks a common language. Yeah. Right. Uh, once he's in Bulma's body, he removes the translator from Bulma's neck so that she can no longer speak common as a frog. Bulma's voice actor doing frog is... It's great. Next <laughs> level. It's so good. <laughs> I love it. Oh, yes. Much better. No more blabbermouth. Adios. <laughs> I also love so how... It- there, how uh, Ginyoma? Yep, there it is. Okay, I was gonna ask. Just fully, just sounds. Just I love having Bulma look at me dead in the camera, and you just hear like a delicatessen worker from New York just saying like. It's <laughs> 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 very good. Back over at the fight, Frieza wraps his tail around Goku's neck and tries to pop his head off. Oh boy, this whole time one I was of his yelling, bite it. Bite it. Yep. Yeah, bite me it. too. I was like, I was like, oh, he's. It's ooh, the he's Goku thing to do. He's yeah, a biter. Is. That's in the bite zone. Uh, he's gonna bite him. <laughs> Keep your hands and arms away from Goku. He does bite himself to freedom. Thank goodness. Goku launches a flurry of blows, freezes way, punches and kicks galore. Oh. Real quick, it honestly made me upset that Frieza didn't have any like hair on his body because he would have done like a Tom and Jerry moment. <laughs> Her hair just stands on end, and he like leaps in the air. Yeah, he like blows on it. He's got little Goku teeth marks. <laughs> in a fit of rage and pain, Frieza punches Goku away, uh, and Goku just chuckles and points out that Frieza had to use his hands after all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that part of the game is up. Gotcha. Any other thoughts for eighty nine? I feel like Ginyu takes a longer time to learn how to drive a motorcycle than how to drive <laughs> Goku's body. Well, Bulma can't fly. That's true. Goku could could at I least do, still fly. I do like that this, it's a consistent thing that whenever Ginyu changes body, the first thing he does is go on a joy ride. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You always gotta test it out. <laughs> Have some fun. Episode 90, the English title is Bold and Fearless. A good thing to be on Halloween. Uh, this next one is uh, interesting. The gay Japanese title roughly translates to That was no idle boast. An audacious and kind guy. San Goku. <laughs> <laughs> you know why? Whenever I talk about San Goku, I'm always saying, Sure is bob-da- audacious and bold. <laughs> audacious also. <laughs> audacious. And kind. <laughs> Lamb of God, that Goku. <laughs> it's like if Goku was a book, these are the little recommendations on the back. 
An audacious and kind guy. It's his 3 a.m. dating personal ad on TV of him just like walking (laughs) on a beach. I like to eat. I like to fight. Yeah. Take long walks on beaches. But only if there's also a fight. And also fight them. I like the gym. Can you handle 100 times Earth's gravity? It would crush a normal man. (laughs) (laughs) Not me, though. (laughs) My name's Goku. And I live here. (laughs) (laughs) The episode begins with Frieza making Goku an offer to join forces. Uh But Goku's not interested. Has to be done, I guess. Sure. He's pretty strong. Might as well make the offer. Doesn't hurt to ask. I mean, you know, you gotta follow your heart. Yeah, you never know. How else is he gonna get his number? I Right? You <laughs> never know until you ask. Frieza then starts doing some complicated mathematics that I didn't quite follow. <laughs> yeah. He claims yeah. that he's currently not even using more than 1% of his power, uh, but that he's gonna go up to 50, because that's all it takes to take down Goku. That's kind but of a, could... a big increase, though. And he said he could tell that Goku was using 5% of his? Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> I, he makes the estimate. Something yeah, like that. Like, I, I think so. I don't remember that. He holds up the five first, and he's like, yes, I know, you are using 5% of your power. He can't... He can't <laughs> And then he makes a one. Though. You know what I think this is? I forget if I said this in the episodes when Zarbon was still around, but I'm pretty sure Zarbon is a fan of the Princess Bride. I uh-huh. think Zarbon made Frieza watch it, and Frieza's just like... I'm not left-handed. I'm oh, yeah. not left-handed either. <laughs> but he's kind of jumping the gun. Captain Ginyu is taking Bulma's hover bike for a joyride as Bulma desperately clings to the back. She learns how to use that frog body pretty pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. I mean, how much is there to learn? <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's pretty hard to hold on to a hover bike even if you have opposable <laughs> thumbs. With your frog hands? Yeah, okay. That's a good point. She falls off at one point, so I have to assume she, like, used her tongue to be, like, like a little yeah. grappling hook. Yeah. Didn't she manage to get in front? She does. She is bold and fearless. <laughs> you are not, not going to keep my body, goddammit. She manages to blind Ginyu as he tools around, and the two of them crash smack into the Z-Warriors, who are watching the fight. <laughs> I love how their reaction Two Bulma just zipping around all over the place. He does some amazing aerial acrobatics in Bulma's body. That I yeah, guess Bulma is capable of and just hasn't shown off. Mm-hmm. He has clearly just been starved for poses. Oh my mm-hmm. gosh. Oh yeah. He needs it. He, he, he gets all his poses out. He's been dying in that frog body. <laughs> He's rejuvenated by his poses. He puts on a fake lady voice. The, the falsetto on Ginyoma is, um, I like it. It does effortlessly fool Krillin again. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Maybe Krillin, like, has whatever the hearing equivalent of face blindness is. <laughs> it's just like, eh. Maybe, maybe just he cannot just... differentiate different sounds. He or maybe just doesn't he just pick doesn't up care. on, like, social cues very well. Gohan's maybe. just like, I don't I don't know her well enough to, to determine <laughs> if this is weird or not. I don't know what she sounds like when she's not yelling. <laughs> and meanwhile Piccolo just has no patience for any of this I, I mean Krillin does say something like well she's threatening us yeah they yeah, start yeah. to that's, get that's suspicious and then Ginyu says <laughs> a line that she has said exactly word for word before oh is it yeah 
which is remind me when this is all when this is all over. Remind me to kill you guys. And mm-hmm. that and allays like, all okay. suspicion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Melissa couldn't be with us tonight, but she did want me to point out to everyone uh, who did not check that Ginyu in Japanese does not put on any kind of falsetto at all. No disguise of the voice whatsoever. Mm. Just just straight deep Ginyu voice coming out of Bulma the whole time. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I also I... believe that Krillin, Gohan, and Piccolo would not pick up on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, care. they didn't pick up on Goku, so... Nope. Ginyu gets ready to watch the fight as uh, Bulma in the frog body tries to pantomime her predicament to Gohan. <laughs> this was so precious. And he... He just comes to the conclusion that that's Ginyu. You probably shouldn't be here, <laughs> but it's okay. <Yeah. laughs> it's it's alarming how uh, how grim Gohan responds to Ginyu being a frog. He's just like, "You've got a whole new world to explore. Yeah, this is your lot in life now." Well, that's kind <laughs> of what happened to Gohan. Is like, "Well, I've been kidnapped. Okay, <laughs> guess I'm gonna learn to fight good." We kind of skip over, but I really enjoyed. Uh, Ginyu just like rooting for Frieza on the sidelines. <laughs> this is very good. <laughs> and everybody just being like, "What is what?" It takes no. Goku's losing Bulma. It, this is a bad thing. It takes Bulma, a did bit... you hit your head? Which yes, several times. It, it takes a bit to get to that because for the longest time, Ginyoma is not really taking sides. She just sounds really enthusiastic about the fight yeah, itself. Wow, what a fight! <laughs> In all my days. <laughs> I do appreciate that the voice actor is doing like an impression of somebody in in another voice. I was just thinking about like that like that must be difficult to like to sustain. <laughs> it's dedication. First of, first they make the frog noises and now they do it the fake lady voice. Frieza finishes charging up to 50% and the results are pretty instant cuz Goku is immediately outclassed in speed. It's time for Frieza to just start whipping ass again. What <laughs> it's always speed first. I think awesome. I've mentioned it before, but whenever they want to do a display of power, it's always speed first. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't even hit him. I can't even see him. I can't do this. <laughs> ah, beans. Like, as as opposed to, like, a big showy beam. Right. Well, That's we've a, all, yeah. I mean, we've all got big showy beams. Everybody, everybody's <laughs> got beams. There are children here that have beams. That the real contest is, like a... is, can you go faster than the other person? Can you go faster <laughs> than a beam? But that is, like, a, a classic, like, martial arts trope, is, like, the faster one is usually the better one. Hmm. And you have to, like, and the hero usually has to, like, overcome that difference. Back on Earth, the Kame House gang prepare to head out to space in their new ship, the Capsule These 3. are my heroes. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. all in their little <laughs> space uniforms. Even Polaris in a little floaty cat uniform. Suit so up, good. minor characters. Oh, Earthosentai. Earthosentai. I mean, this is basically the plot of Transformers Lost Light. It's a bunch of side characters going to space. I'm into is, it. Is it is it bad that I was I couldn't stop thinking? Just give me more of this and less of the fight. Yes. Yeah. No, because no that's kidding. what I was thinking. It was so good. <laughs> This is literally why we do Hail Satan. Yes, <laughs> yes, it is. It felt like a Hail Satan. They did an episode of Hail Satan for us. 
<laughs> they did. Um, I, I love how Dr. Briefs brings all of his fun dino friends to just watch the Oh my lodge. gosh. He has so many yeah, little he's just, dino pets. <laughs> he's feeding a bunch of stray animals and he tells them he's glad they made it. I'm the glad could all come <laughs> Then he goes, like, I love this delivery. He just goes, yep, big day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oolong, Oolong apparently lets us know that he feels like a stud in this spacesuit, and I didn't need to know that, but thank you for living your life. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe become an astronaut, Oolong. Maybe he's found Ooh. his calling. First pig in space. <laughs> I mean, somebody's well, gotta do it. Oolong does like to dress up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ladies love an astronaut. After a lot of dramatic build-up, the ship... Still fails to take off. <laughs> there are a couple things I love from this where uh, I think Panchi just sh- says I love you to the crew as they're blasting off, to which I wrote the note, I love you too, Panchi, because that's just true. Uh, I love how Yajirobe's, everyone's got name tags on their uniforms, by the mm-hmm. way. Uh, Yajirobe's yeah. just says Yaji. Oh, yeah, that's all they could fit. Big fan of that. A+. Yeah. Plus. And number three, speaking of three, the capsule three uh, in this sequence, after, you know, the ship malfunctions and, nope, we're not going to Namek anymore, sorry about it, the fucking ship does a goofy anime pratfall. Yep. Where, <laughs> where any time in the anime where, like, the, the, their fucking feet flip with their head, they go, like, they go bong to showcase how ridiculous something is. The ship does that as, as a thing that it does. <laughs> after everybody else does it. Even the ship knows. <laughs> what was Dr. Brief's line after the the ship fails to start. Oh, yeah, it's like, oh, welcome back. Yeah. Was, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> I want more of this. And I love, this might have been it, the earlier one, or it might have been this one. I forget. I didn't put it in my notes, but I love the complicated, like, fueling up procedure that Dr. Brief says, oh, it's oh, really yeah. complicated. It takes a long time. It's clearly just, like, putting gas in the tank. Yeah, it's like, yeah. wait wait for the thing to wait fill up. Right now it's on E. It needs to go up to F. <laughs> Thanks for explaining how cars work, Dr. Briefs. Maybe Dr. Briefs has trouble, like, calibrating explanations to people. Mm-hmm. Because he is a genius. Yeah, he, right. he works yeah. with this kind of stuff all the time. He doesn't know, like, how much do you know about spaceships? Probably not a lot. I'm yeah. just going to tell you, like, you're an idiot. He's, yeah, he spends the day just brief splaining to people. And, and <laughs> brief splaining. <laughs> he's he's kind of right to do so because Chi Chi still didn't understand it, nor did she care to. She says, "I don't care, just fix it." Chi Chi is <laughs> and on he's a just mission. like that's not how that's not how science works, Chi Chi. Uh, over on King Kai's planet, the gang is still rooting for Goku, and uh, Tien points out that Goku still has an ace up his sleeve that he hasn't even touched yet. What could that it's be? The Kaioken. Oh, all right. That thing that King Kai taught him. And then King Kai's like, you're fucking stupid. What? Why would he say that? <laughs> He's been using it the whole time. What? Yeah, King Kai drops a bomb on him. <laughs> yeah. I like how the show becomes an unreliable narrator as we see <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> shots from before where, <laughs> surprise, plot twist, Goku's been Kaiokening this whole time, aura and everything, despite the fact that we haven't Just seen Just in little it. bursts. Yeah. It's always when it's always been when we've been cutting to Earth or King Kai's planet. <laughs> the last note that I have for the episode is Piccolo, Krillin, and Gohan are starting to get suspicious of Bulma's fishy behavior uh, until she just kind of reveals that it is Ginyu. Yeah, yeah. 
and <laughs> just straight up strikes the pose. Yeah. The, the, the body change pose. And it's right in front of Piccolo! <gasps> Uh-oh. Oh, no! I do like the side quest of Ginyu constantly on a quest to just trade up bodies until he's formidable again. Mm-hmm. It's good content. That's just a good arc for him. Quality stuff. Is is that it for the episodes? Yeah, I think so. It's time for Hail Satan, and since it's a special Halloween episode this week, and since last time, uh, at least for now, Mark and Beelze Barbara have reconciled, I thought it would be fun to do a little trick-or-treating with Videl. <gasps> Hell yes! Aww. Yes, Videl, yes! Ah! <laughs> So what I wanted to hear from you guys is what's her costume? Mm-hmm. Oh man! Oh gosh! What is Hercule's costume? Oh, what is Bill's Barbara's costume? Oh my gosh! Oh boy! Because if nothing, who do they visit? Yeah, etc. All right. Whew. So nothing sells me more than a good family costume that's like executed well, right? Because you know that you know those nerd parents are like you know we we dressed up as the Wayne family and our kids a little Batman. And, you know, they, they really sell yeah. it by, you know, getting homicided in an alley after an opera. <laughs> well, mm-hmm. But there were several great family pictures in the Dragon Ball Z Halloween stuff I looked at. One of my friends, uh, when they had a kid, the first thing they did was uh, they cosplayed as Bulma and Yamcha and the child as Kid Goku. Oh, that's very it's, good. That's precious. It's adorable. That's amazing. So, okay, we need to figure out... Videl's costume. I mean, Videl already dresses up in, like, pretty much permanent Conan Edogawa case-closed cosplay. <laughs> yeah. Just for a normal day. So, oh, wait, who's, uh, who's Videl's favorite hero? Uh, I was gonna say, does she dress Krillin? dress up as Krillin? That's right. <laughs> but it's With like a little early bald Krillin? cap and, like, a band-aid over where her nose is. Yep. <laughs> oh. I was She's gonna say she right convinces size. she convinces uh, her parents to shave her head. Shaver completely bald. Commit to the bit. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and they expect uh, it to, you know, leave the uh, the uh, the scarring that leaves the six dots, but they decided to go with a sharpie instead. I mean, she's <laughs> she's not opposed to chopping her hair off. No, not at all. This might be her first exposure to having very short hair and being conscious. Is of it, it is it too weird for Mister Satan to dress up as Bacterian? Um, yes. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's a tribute. Yeah, but he tries also, to do like a like, sexy variant. Krillin's like sexy famous bacterian. <laughs> Does he dress up like Goku? I feel like he wouldn't know or acknowledge who Goku is. Well, well, Videl the... would tell him who to dress up as in the yeah. martial arts tournament, right? So he would he would dress up as like Jackie Chun, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like like. Hercule dressing up or as Tien? other... Oh. <laughs> I like that. They, go, they both go bald. Bald family. <laughs> Love it. I was gonna say, the only, um... Anytime you see, like... It's like, oh, I'm dressing as Bacterian. That's like someone dressing up as, like, a very controversial thing that has happened yeah. In, yeah. in the news or something. Yeah. Like a, like a poor taste a Steve Irwin costume or something. No, thank you. <laughs> It's a, it's a little too early for that kind of uh, poor taste bacterium cosplay, sir. Thank you. <laughs> he's not a character. He's a real person. Mm-hmm. He's dying. <laughs> he was boy. a hero, damn it. A real dead boy. He... And kind of a bad roommate. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. 
but he was there when I needed him. <laughs> does uh does Bielsa Barbara dressed up as whatever whoever she's dressed up as is is this a good time to do crimes? Oh, well yeah, while, under the while she's disguised. Under the guise of another. I mean mm, I don't think so. I wanna say she's given that life up. Yeah, since What's she's that? trying to be with, with Mr. Satan. Maybe she like sneakily takes some Kit Kats out of some passing kids' baskets. It's mm. not a major crime. Right. She wants to yeah, she wants to straighten out. She wants to do better. Be a be a better mom, be there. She wants Mr. Satan to better, do better. She wants to do better. Mm-hmm. She and Videl go and put a lot of baloney on the capsule three to strip the paint off. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? Just fun pranks. That's a Halloween thing. Is that a Halloween thing? I think it's bologna. I've never yeah. heard of that. I, mean, I believe you. I've it's, heard of it. It's eggs. some lunch meat. I think I, it's bologna. I know, I know eggs and toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And I know smashing pumpkins. And I know forks. <laughs> Wait, forks? Yeah, you you fork somebody's lawn. Like you put a bunch of forks in their lawn. I'm not uh, familiar with that one. I've never heard of that one. Yeah, you get like a... Like lots of... Pa- I've, I've never done this. Are and they don't plastic? do this, kids. This is... Are you re- are you wasting silverware? Yeah, be good boys. No, it's like Halloween. plastic forks. It's, okay, it's wasteful. It's littering. It reminds it's, me of like it's like they're aerating the ground like in marching band. You can also do that with lawn flamingos, but that's more expensive. Hey, who has the money to do that? I well, I've seen it done as like a fundraiser. <laughs> Mister Satan uh, does like a like a youth group church fundraiser. Like you can uh-huh. pay to put the lawn flamingos on somebody else's lawn, or you can pay to have like lawn flamingo insurance. Or you can pay extra to over overcome somebody else's lawn flamingo insurance. Instead of a... Huh, it's a fundraiser. In, instead of a forking a lawn, he just kind of scatters several hundred, like, like six by six by ten glossies with his, with his, <laughs> uh, with some of his really good headshots just all over. Like, here's him looking cheeky, here's him turning around, kind of winking at the camera. Just really satanify someone's, uh, someone's yard. While they're trick-or-treating, how many times does he have to stop to take a picture with someone dressed as him? Oh, <laughs> oh selfies are everywhere. Every five minutes. Videl and Beelzebarber just go off ahead. <laughs> Wait, what is Beelzebarber dressed up as? Would she care about the martial arts tournament thing? Enough to go with the theme? I bet she... If Videl asked her to. I bet she wants to... Uh, she'll dress and up as does she as have a... any other options other than Ranfan? I was gonna say she... Chi-chi. She should dress up as Mister as Mister Satan, just to really like lay on the passive aggression. <laughs> I'm Mister Satan. Only I pick up my socks when I leave them out. <laughs> so, so they're already deteriorating. Yeah, from from the that's, start. Oh, I mean, it's probably been like a week. So yeah, <laughs> that's all. Oh, poor Fidel. Sorry, guys. I can't help you trick or treat. I have to go. Join a wrestling ring. Bye, everyone. <laughs> I, I do feel like they're going to be challenged <laughs> during this. Like, it can't just be like a quiet night out trick-or-treating. Like, there are there are temptations along the way. What kind of temptations? I mean, like like you just said. <sighs> Can they, like, through, through, like, some... They weren't paying attention, uh, and they just kind of wound up at Baba Yaga's place. Or, uh, Ooh. yeah, Baba's. And... Her house just has get... dinosaur legs instead of chicken legs. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yes, the the great uh, the pictures at an exhibition. The house on dino legs. 
And then, oh, and then Bob was like, if you want candy from me, you have to earn it. And then, like, makes them do, like, a little martial arts challenge thing. I love it. Mm-hmm. And, and then, and at first, Miss uh, Mark's just like, oh, no, I don't gotta prove myself. And then Beelzebub was like, well, you're a real man, aren't you? Ooh. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. Boy. Boy, oh boy. And then it gets a little awkward, and Baba gives Videl, like, an extra-sized chocolate bar she was saving for herself just to kind of apologize. Full bar. Full bar Baba. It's Full a king-sized crunch bar. Um, <laughs> sorry, I was going sorry, in for kid. the good candies. Yeah. I was going to say, the rest of East City might not have great trick-or-treating there because it's still rebuilding after a Saiyan-based nuke. I would say it, was, it is mm. remarkable that they're trick-or-treating at all. Yeah, so I was going to say, you know, you can maybe have, like, some pebbles, a little bit of dirt. <laughs> well, they don't live in East City. Oh, that's right. They're in Orange Star City. But anyway, I just wanted to say, I want to see uh, Mark fighting the Devil Man and the Mummy. That's that's all I want. You want that every week. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It remains. Here's my question. What is their candy-checking protocol? Is it like, you know, anything with anything that looks vaguely open we have to throw out? Is it Are they like a pro razor blades kind of family? Do they think everything is, is horribly tainted? Do they just reject the popcorn balls, apples, and raisin boxes and keep everything wrapped for themselves? Or like, do they just say, go whole hog? I mean, I think Videl is the one who's meticulously checking. Right. Yeah, I am yeah. the kid detective. Someone might try to poison me. All the stuff that's like she, open, she just gives to Mark. She's checking everything that Hercule gets. Right. And everything she discards, <laughs> everything she discards, Hercule just eats it. If you're not going to eat it, I am. <laughs> that's a candied apple. Come on. <laughs> Waste not. You got it from a literal witch. <laughs> <laughs> what could go wrong? <laughs> gives you powers, maybe. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Uh, addendum. Uh, Videl got to ride the dinosaur. Oh, awesome. Yes, mm-hmm. good. Correct. Perfect, Perfect Halloween. <laughs> well, Jason... Yeah? Open it up, get on the floor. Everybody ride the dinosaur. <laughs> oh, don't you send me down that Jason, rabbit hole. Jason, send us out on this on this All Hallows Eve. Oh, Give well. us a four-star reading. Mm, let us consult the stars. For as you know, I can't keep doing the voice. For as you know, various characters in Dragon Ball have canonical birthdays and thus have canonical astrological signs. So at the end of each episode, we flip over to the horoscope section and give one of our characters a little reading, a little nugget of wisdom to go on, a little Charleston chew to take with them. <laughs> and uh, the uh, delightful subject in our, in our psychic crosshairs this week is good old Bulma. Uh, actually does have a canonical birthday. Uh, her birthday is August 18th. That would make her a Leo. She's such a Leo. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that wasn't appropriate. I'm sorry. <laughs> My wife is a Leo and I really can't wait to tell her that. <laughs> <laughs> Bulma, this is your advice. When you're out having fun, everything feels like sunshine and blue skies, but it could open you up for a bad time. Be careful if someone approaches you in the midst of your mirth to make you an offer you can't refuse. (laughs) I can't. (laughs) You can refuse, and you should. You're way too smart to fall for any of their smooth talk, 
So oh. don't you go putting up with her tired song and dance. Bomba. Literal, literal dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In the form of a frog. The frog song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is that the oh. opposite of a swan song? <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all for listening. I appreciate everyone who tunes into this podcast every week. Uh, Gordy, where can people find you around the internet? You can find me on Twitter at uh, Gordon Murphy DEV, and then you can find Tyler and I uh, on our other podcast called What the Folklore, which comes out every Tuesday and Sunday. Uh, Matt, how about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Monumentous Matt, uh, but all my other things are under Define Prague. Uh, I recently just put out a new song uh, on SoundCloud and YouTube called Down South. Uh, give it a listen. Jason? Well, on this here internet, y'all can find me at uh, Twitter and Tumblr. And the name for both, that's Jaycavs. That's J-A-Y-C-A-L-V-E-S. Come on by and watch me flail through various inktobers. <laughs> spooky. <laughs> mm-hmm. Nothing spookier than a missed deadline. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Daily. Of which I have several. (laughs) Aaron, how about you? I don't do much on the internet, but if you happen to be in the southwest Ohio area of the United States, um, you can come to Dayton to the Black Box Improv Theater. I am in a group that performs on Wednesday nights, but there are shows every Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, and y'all can come on by and it's real fun. And if you'd like to contact this show specifically, there's a myriad way to do it now. You can find us on Twitter, at Destructo underscore Disc. And Matt, what's over there on that Twitter? Them Hail Satan comic strips. Illustrated by? Uh, that Define Prog guy. <laughs> uh, he's the one that just put out a new song called Down South on SoundCloud and YouTube. Oh, I think I've heard that. Of that. I haven't heard it. I've heard of it. <laughs> a minute ago. We have you can You can... Also, email the show at destructodiscourse at gmail.com, or you can join our fan-oriented Discord channel, the invite to which is permanently pinned on our Twitter, so go there to check that out. Mm -hmm. If you'd like to help other people find out about the show, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and when you do so, give us the four-star rating. That's how we know you're the true fan. Only true fans give four stars, because mm-hmm. that's the Gohan. And we demand it. Give us the Gohan. Give us the give Gohan. Uh, thank you all for listening. We will see you next week. We are Destructo Discourse, and we're just getting warmed up. Don't you be afraid to fly away Chala, and chala No time to hesitate Don't wanna search the earth But then it was a magic surprise oh. Chala, and chala Be cool, don't be afraid You got the power To get you through the night Oh, chala, and chala Surprise! Oh, Chala, head Chala.